0: Everybody, welcome to episode number 28 of the NFP podcast presented by 3D Entertainment. The NFP podcast is brought to you by Sneaky Weasel Lager and Hey Y'all Southern Ice Teas, the official alcohol sponsor of the show. As well, our official clothing sponsor, Wrangler, Long Live Cowboys. What's up, everybody? We're back, had a little hiatus, we'll get into all that here in a minute, but before we do, let's introduce the boys, Jason Davidson, how you doing? Lt, we're back. Paul, or should we call you
1: pal, Paul Bunyan this week? What? Yeah, I <laughs> well, guess. I seen, you, was, I seen yeah. you with the axe and the saws handling all the trees. You, what if you had had to get to town? You're cutting fence down. I guess,
0: eh? Oh, we were done. Yeah, we were. We were locked right in here. There was no. Yeah, there, our
1: viewers huh? better check out Tanner's Instagram page and see the mess he had. Plow wind, tornado, what was
0: it? Yeah, a big plow wind. Yeah, it came right through. Yeah.
1: did you know it was coming? And no, see
0: it? no, fuck no. I had no idea. I was in the shower and the lights started flickering and I looked outside and my kids' fucking uh, jungle gym was just fucking flying across the yard. Coming pieces. through the windows. Yeah, shit was bouncing off. My, my, uh, Barbecue is tied to my natural gas. So when I got to the door, it was like levitating. I was like, oh, don't you fucking go. Have been really bad. So, yeah, Put was, your cigarettes uh... out. Put your cigarettes <laughs> yeah. out. That line's going to break. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Burns back. Scott, how you doing?
1: Good fellows. You? Yeah. Just uh, back here uh, cleaning up after our previous storm before I left. And uh, yeah, it's sunny and lots of, lots of moisture now. So everybody's happy. Earth. Nice. Happy happier Got to be that climate change fellas
0: <laughs> it's yeah. cut, i'm telling you uh well everybody uh thanks for for tuning back in we took a little bit of a a hiatus last week we had a really busy week with the uh canterburn invitational presented about lips at cartage going on there we actually tried to get a get an episode recorded scott jason you were the part of this one but scott and myself and uh, uh, who was with us? Rusty Clouty, Ted Stover, Caddy, Holy fuck! We tried it about one in the morning, the one night there, and it didn't. It actually was very hilarious, but uh, it, you know, it was a little bit over the top. And if it's over the top for our show, it's it, you know that it's over the top. So <laughs> yeah. We didn't uh, we didn't get anything out last week, and uh, we do apologize for that. But yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get get as many as we can out here in the next little while. Things are getting a little busy again with the schedules and whatnot, but. We're rolling. NFP is uh, is hot to trot now with uh, our first event there. Tanner Bird Invitational went on. Guys, thanks for coming up. Scott, you had fun, I know. Uh, yeah, all it was good. a blast.
1: Yeah, everything was good. Hey, I enjoyed it. Hey, I enjoyed let's, it. Let's roll it back. I think we should offer that, that uh, pod up. For a fifty dollar donation, anybody sends into the (laughs) Typosabon Foundation, we'll send you a we'll send you your own link to that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, private link.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't laugh. uh, There will be people. There'll be people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was uh, (laughs) a it was a good listen. Took us about three hours to get get it set up for some reason. Well, three
1: hours to get zero accomplished in a conversation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because oh my god, yeah, it was. It it interest and, and you wonder why I drove home both nights.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was the night before. That was the lead up. Oh, yeah. it's yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, it was oh, good. it was a good event. I I was I was really happy. You know what? We uh, we've touched on mental health on a few of our epis. What are we, epi 28 today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 28. Yeah. Okay, shout out to number 28, New Jersey Devils, the original. Thunder Creek Boy, or one of the originals, Damon Severson.
0: Yep.
1: But uh, back, uh, back to the mental health side. You know what? It was just so good to see everybody. You know, even people that even people that we like to talk about behind their backs. I was happy <laughs> to see them. <laughs> yeah, no, I just teasing, him. but it was. It really was. It was good to get the group back together again, and uh, it was therapeutic. I don't want to sound sappy or not, but it was. It was really good to see everybody. You're hundred percent, right. It it was even the crowd, your 150 people really the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm was comparable to 500 people. Uh, Everybody was just glad to see each other and have a conversation and rain or shine. We proved the rain that that didn't damper any spirits whatsoever. And, you know, you could tell an hour leading up to that event that it was going to be a good night, um, just, just with the people walking in the atmosphere and, and, and two behind the shoots, everybody's smiling and guys are rosing their ropes and ready to attack the beast, so to speak. Cause Hey, people got to realize we haven't been able to do that for a long, long time. So it was, well, awesome. it was I enjoyed it. You know, in our LT here, he got a real taste of what production's all about because uh Thursday morning, he's bringing in tents Friday literally uh, rusty and his team at bnb and broda come in and literally just wiped out the arena full of that we i i know we wouldn't have been able to proceed with that oh, arena the way it was after that rain yeah. um and you know what everybody was all hands on deck and we made it happen so yeah it's not always fun in
0: games alt eh, no, no. yeah, uh, they throw she's some
1: curveballs at you mother <laughs> nature she can be a bit of a bitch once in a while Well, then you had, you had to add two more tents the next day with the weather that was coming down. And I mean, shit, you made it happen. You know, you made things click along. And uh, I think you got to take some credit for a lot of that is, is making like those tents. Hey, we still had to get people undercover to enjoy the show, um, you know, and the ground like, like Jason said, and, uh, you know, it was amazing what went on there. Um, and when people come together, what can, what can. Done.
0: So yeah, that's exactly cool. right. The the team that we have around here, as you guys know from our original bull ridings, that you know, the Clooney Cooper Memorial and stuff, and the committee or the the group that comes together, uh my family, the, you know, the Clooneys, and then the whole community, you know, everybody just bands together. And you've seen it in situations like that when uh when the mud, you know where we get two, three inches of rain. And uh, I'd prep for some rain. We'd put some of that, uh, what's that dirt called? Like the...
1: Crusher dust. Crusher Crush dust in dust, there yeah.
0: to try to, uh, know, knowing that the rain was coming, uh, to, to try to soak up some of that rain, but not not the amount that we ended up getting that, that uh, Friday during the day. And we had a barbecue for all the boys in the, in the afternoon. And you could see that the arena was mucky. And I and, uh, just wanted to step out there and test it and jumped in jumped right in the arena and slipped and about fell down myself because it was so slippery so uh right then and there you know rusty and and the crew would b and b crew they were like all right we gotta fucking line this out and like you guys said i think we when we bring in three or four tandem loads and and totally revamp the dirt and got it done the tents themselves i thought that was pretty cool it kind of added some some visual yeah. aspects there. And, the, and even if it would have been a scorcher, it would have been really hot that would, that would help with some shade and stuff. So I kind of yeah. like that. that and print. it looked
1: sharp. It really looked good. Yeah. We need some, you know what we need? We need some NFP flags hanging at the top of each of those.
0: <laughs> yeah, Get right. yeah.
1: Hey, and on the bonus side, I learned how to set up a tent. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <That's great. laughs> yeah. I never
1: knew how they put those up before. That guy was just like, Oh, this pole here, this cable here up here. And I'm like, Well, fucking boom, there's a tent.
0: There's how long tent. to put
1: up one? what's it oh. take to per 10, 10 With? minutes. Yeah. Really a
0: eh, Tanner. Yeah, I think Once so. He- like he's, he's a wily veteran, um, Mike Kupchinski. And, uh, he was one who supplies all the tables and chairs as well and, and does all that sort of stuff. But yeah, man, he can rip them up. Yeah. Probably 10, 15 minutes. And then yeah. just the, the little things afterwards putting in the spikes and all that shit afterwards to ground them. Takes a little bit longer, but yeah, he's the he's the man at it. And he was fucking so awesome. Hats off to him. Phoned him, you know. He brought a couple out to start with. And then we looked and we're like, oh, can we do some more? And he was back in 10-15 oh, yeah. minutes and set the other ones up. And I showed up again the next day. And then fuck in the storm itself. So that clay kind of shit that I have around the yard. He goes to turn around when he gets there the second day in the pouring fucking rain. Starts sliding down a hill truck gets fucking jackknifed oh it was just a freaking poor guy i felt so bad for him and yeah. he was just trying to help us out and fuck so,
1: so i said to him i'm like jesus eh any damage no no damage and i said ah well, just he said i kind of got over that hump started sliding down the hill he goes how oh, am i supposed to know i'm not a fucking farmer <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Nice>. uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. so that he was buried down there we had to get the, the big tractor in and, and pull him right out of my my cattle pens down there and then the, the food truck was buried <laughs> off in the bus. Oh yeah, the whole bus. Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of moving parts as as you know, Jason and Scott with you, doing events that are little things that you, you don't think of. You think you're just gonna buck some bulls and have a good time, and a lot of you know what the shit.
1: you know what the refreshing part about it is, is um not one person right from spectator to competitor to production to Whatever. Not one person bitched or moaned. Oh, you know, yourself. it was it speak was so for, refreshing. Speak for yourself. I had to. You guys were under the tents. I had to stand on oh, the arena. Fuck, princess. You arena. okay?
0: I was in the arena as well. Jesus took a couple mercy. hookings and everything. Jeez. Yeah, me too. You did. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't see that all go down from where I was at. Jason, someone said you took like four pylons up when you landed. No comment.
0: Yeah, what happened though? You have to share with us because I missed it too. The fucking-
1: uh, you, have to ask, you have to ask Brandon, Tomey, or Jackson. Jackson. Well, <laughs> I, had just finished, I had just finished telling Jackson because he was catching gates for Tanner and he was pretty excited he got to be involved and do something, you know, at that rider out gate on the yep. left-hand delivery. And I'm like, okay, Jackson, follow Brandon's lead here. You don't want your hands here and that gate come flying open because I'm not spending four hours in the prince albert emergency tonight getting your arm (laughs) casted up by the way i love you son (laughs) two bulls later two bulls later i'm laying on my back and he's looking on down at me and brandon told me pokes his head over and said jd we gotta take you to emergency Yeah, uh, Br- Braden was cracking latches and he said, oh, you should have seen how red Uncle Jason's face was when he stood <laughs> up. I think he would have been embarrassed. <laughs> been embarrassed. I was glad I was on that side of the fence and not down oh, in the I corner know. with that white prick.
0: What was yeah. it? Spooky Lukey. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be down in on that one. No, no. no and yeah. that's
1: why I was down there to begin with. Yeah. I was way down there.
0: Yeah. But
1: when he was going out the outgate, he changed her up and then he'd come. I and stepped down quick. off the fence. Well, yeah, I had nowhere well, to go. And I think Breen <laughs> was right there with me. He was. So it was two of us. <laughs> I, he oh, actually oh, said, You were 150 pounds of both of us trying to get up that fence. Oh, he was actually God. like, Jason was trying to push me down in the arena to save himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's
0: cool. uh, so, um, highlights of the event uh the inside the arena which I thought was fucking phenomenal bull riding both days guys you know Zane Lambert shows up rides um catch my drift first yeah I guess shout out to two-bit bucking bulls for coming all the way from McGrath you know and and uh bringing happy camper catch my drift spooky Lukey all those good bulls a bunch of young uh good young ones that are that we'll see on tour this year too and scory bucking bulls I thought fucking... Uh, Lane and Ellie brought some – they always – that's wild. Hey, like every year those bulls turn like three or four, and there's a couple yeah. that you've seen last year that were just good ones that just fucking are now yeah. superstars. Br- you know? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit.
1: I, I agree with you. I thought the bull power was just perfectly – you know, and some a little overpowering, but um I was really impressed with the young bulls. That's a lot of time off. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, our listeners, I don't know if some of them understand, like these bulls just – aren't out walking around the pasture and buck twice a year. Normally they're, they're going 15, 20 times in a season and that keeps them hard and, and, you know, in shape, just like the, the athletes, but, you know, talk about the young bulls. How about the young riders we got? Yeah. Coming? That yeah. was, that was really good. You know, you got that young Solly kid, Tyler Craig. Um, he looks like a bull rider, Tanner, you know, you know, coming off uh, his last whatever, four events with us last year, he's ready to play smeltzer kid he he tries as hard as any yeah. um you know cover chucks back
0: yeah, that's awesome. uh,
1: yeah you know I think uh uh Todd Kutowicz to impress me like I think yeah, Todd wants you know, to Todd wants to you know it's not about making the finals for Todd Kutowicz this year it's about you know being, yeah. a, being a top he's five at the point guy.
0: in his career where he's getting at that age where it's now or never you know yeah and he's right, exactly to Wanting to push forward and and try to go for that title and rode fucking hot tamale the second day in the short round of two bit and bulls which is a scary fucking brindle that mm-hmm. he has been I haven't seen that bull rode very much or not hook somebody very much and, uh, <laughs> we got away with both of those is that the one that top. stabbed you
1: down is he the uh, one that no. got you.
0: Uh, the black of uh Scoria. I thought you had a brindle on
1: the right-hand side knocked your hat right off your head. Was no, that was, a straight
0: black. that was a straight, oh, yeah. Yeah. straight black. Uh, the brindle should have, tell, too. I couldn't
1: tell because of the rain in my eyes and the mud. I was, uh, I was oh. standing out there. I wasn't under no shelter. You know, watching, like watching, that, watching, <laughs> watching that watching that back tanner he snapped you good, eh? You oh, were yeah. in a little... You I had were to go in, deep. Yeah, and he, yeah, see, and he see, just... there's a back laugh. history
0: with that one. So when everybody watches on the, <laughs> the Cowboy Channel uh canada that'll be tomorrow night so that was day two that that went on but that bull last year here at this bull riding what the fuck they call that thing um i'll think of it as we go here but uh he's just a fucking freak and he hooked the guys both days come like we both jesse shot through there the one day and and he didn't come with jesse and hooked a guy and then the next bull riding butters had him same thing i went through there picked him picked his head up and he didn't come with me and fucking melee butters, remember? And he shot me yep. and butters and bow and caddy. Hooked everybody in the arena, so we knew that one coming into it. And uh, the first day, Tanner Skeen had him, and we were like, "All right, boys, here we go!" And just dashboarded him over the front and shot him out there. We're like, "Oh yeah, okay, fuck yeah, we, there we go." We're good to go. <laughs> Wilford, Wilford, they call well, him, right? Yes, there yeah. you go. And he just he was the championship around. round, wasn't he? Championship round, yeah. And yeah. Dakota again yeah. had him. Yeah, day that's two, right. day two. And uh, he knew it too, right? So he fucking thing half dashboards him to the side. Caddy picks him, same thing. That bull just, he's just a fucking, like a freak, you know? He doesn't know where he, what he's trying to get. And as soon as he turned, Butters, you see him just fucking, oh, just knew yeah. it was coming, right? He's like, this thing's hooked me every fucking time. So I knew I, yeah, I had to get deep. And if I wouldn't have got that deep, he probably, he could have blown off me and hooked the shit out of Butters again. Yeah, I don't know. And he probably would. So uh, yeah, I don't talk know you about the you young talent
1: is t- tanner's the kid from pa right
0: tanner Skeen, yep yeah that's yeah, his first yeah. he just turned 18 that's his first yeah he's ever matured ever. a lot
1: since the quarantine sessions a year ago too yeah he was a um, the novice there yeah he's year. got a future
0: yeah yeah so he went down to oklahoma and did the farrier school yeah and then ended up getting hooked up with uh, pages and, and jw Hart, and some of those guys and was practicing down there with with some of those guys and on that caliber of bulls that's why uh I phoned him before entries were open for this event. And I said, Hey, you want to do it? Your local event. would be pretty cool for your first ever PBR to be this one. And I wasn't trying to throw him to the wolves because I knew if he was getting on those bulls down there, he'd be just fine. Fucking getting on whatever up here. So yeah. Yeah. rode good. Made a short round the first day and yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a future in him. I think. Kind of goes back to our previous guest LJ
1: talking about, you know, those young kids getting on you know, caliber bulls to transition them into to this side of things, yep. right? You can definitely see where that. You know, he—it's not like he got on jump kickers all winter because he wouldn't have lasted as long as he did up here. So,
0: no, yeah, he did, um, yeah. at your event,
1: so yeah, it yep. definitely pays off.
0: Yep, it was awesome to see, and uh, you mentioned Todd Sutherland, it's Callum Miller as well, the Aussie yeah. fucking—he <laughs> comes to ride. I love that guy, dude. He's we, yeah, fucking, he's he's awesome. right. yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's easy awesome. to overlook
1: because you just don't expect anything else from him. Yeah, You know, like, you, yeah, you know, he's coming success. to try and chip away and win money. Um, how about the old vets so though? Yeah. Lambert and, wow, Aaron Roy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Welcome to Ride, man. That was yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, right, You know what? Right, and, and
1: I know this. I've heard it every year for, well, the last 10 years. You know, our announcers have been saying, you know, Zane Lambert's been to every PBR Canada finals.
0: That's nuts. 14, right? 14 of them. Oh, yeah,
1: wow. Yeah. Talk about should should, te- should technically be unheard of to go to that percent right 14, 14 year boat riding career yeah alone.
0: yeah yeah like yeah, you know? uh, i think barney creech put it out there one one time the canadian goat yeah. <laughs> you know? and that, that's a you know you can have a uh argument with that right with butters and with uh aaron roy the only three-time champ like the it is cool to see though the talent that we that we do have up here well we got to give aaron
1: somewhere. we got to throw aaron a bone on the number of finals um shit he had to miss two because of a broken back and a broken femur yeah. which could have been mm-hmm. career ending especially that calgary injury on that hunk of shit oh, gretzky wow. you know <laughs> that that could have been way worse but no it's uh I'm I'm really looking forward rolling into here. We've got a lot of uh, event applications coming in with you know the news that we're opening up and can have some crowds. And I'm looking forward to the fall. She'll be a grind. These bull riders they, they're going to want to be in shape and healthy because come, come mid September fall. on, yeah, it's it'll be a it'll be a it'll be a grind. Yep. And did you notice with Zane Lambert in particular? Yeah, I mean he's just got a fire in his.
0: I came out he he, was in my garage fucking day two and he was 90 the first day there and day two he was in the fucking garage and he had all his gear on he was stretching and fucking rolling and you know lots of the other guys were just fucking moseying around and he was like he knows that he has okay. to work at it now. Like it's, yeah. and he's got a bad shoulder that uh, he was wanting to get fixed. And then him and Brandon were talking back and forth. And uh, they think that they can rehab it enough to push through it. And he's definitely not taking that lightly. He's working it out and fucking doing everything it's going to take to, to get through the season and show that he's got what it takes. And fuck, not bad first spin of the year rides the right. reigning bull of Canada, 91 points. Good start. Yeah. Good
1: start. Yeah. Well, and, and here we go again, credit to the sports medicine team. Like, you know, without those guys being able to not only coach Zane, for example, Zane through that shoulder. Do I do, you know, do I take the time off, get it fixed, or can we rehab it there again? That's how important those guys, that whole team is to the sport of bull riding. And especially, especially just like just an advice alone. I always told people when I was still going, they are just alone with the referrals and, and the advice they give you. They can prolong your career or, or make you feel that much better coming into a new season. Um, that can decide whether you're a champ yeah. or not. So.
0: Hey, especially, you know, that would happen to Zane 10 years ago or something. Right. Right? You don't have yeah, the, he'd, he'd be done. Go, yeah. You go to your local doctor and they don't understand what you're dealing with or what you're doing. Right. They just tell you that you're done. So just that knowledge that they have within it and just fuck, it's amazing. Yeah. Like legit making guys careers longer or, or giving them the ability to to keep going with that career right you'd go to your local doctor and then your local physiotherapist who don't really fully understand what bull riding is or what you're doing right you're just there would i don't think there'd be any way that he could did, could do it and you know you could see yeah. saying go for a couple more years because of that
1: for sure hats off to them
0: nick Tets too look good boys Rides yeah, Nick's shorty. always yeah. yeah,
1: he's always looked good to me. Nick Nick looks good on the top of one too, right? He's got such good form and good he's such a good athlete. I you know.
0: He's yep.
1: he's very athletic and yep. yeah, he's another kid. You Your know, there's confidence. gonna be uh yeah, I was gonna say I was you were thinking it, I was saying it. <laughs> Yeah, you, need a, it.
0: you gotta have yeah. it in this sport especially yeah, yeah. that yeah. that
1: that kid definitely will
0: let you know that he is good That's sure. straight <laughs> up yeah. straight up will tell you yeah, yeah that was so. his highest marked ride uh in his career day one nice a little short either so yeah you kind of overlook it when you're when you're in the heat of the action of what's actually going on and it's going to be fun to watch it back on the cowboy channel canada to see yeah. those high marked rides you know you just you're just rolling with the action, and then you sit back and think about it. And the 88s, the 89s, the 90s, and some of the bulls that got rode. We were 88 in the fucking long round, you know? Like yeah. It was all right in my backyard. You know, it's pretty yeah. cool to, to, to see that. So, yeah, that'll be good. Happy camper as well. Great trips. Uh, got a little bit of a stumble there the second day, but the first day wiped out uh, Aaron. It was good to see good to see him back in action i love that bull
1: well that bull's smart though in the shoots like oh, yeah. he's got oh, yeah. everything figured out leaning squatting yeah. he's got it all but you know when you're that good no one's gonna give they'll they'll take the time to you know get out on them because they know they can be 90 plus points on them so yeah uh, awesome. but i was just watching i think it was with zane you know he's just squatting and just little, we'll call oh, it a little, a little cheater in the box, right? Yeah, just yeah, he just gets get everywhere he
0: can. Yeah. yeah. So. Sneaky weasel lager. If you're looking for a smooth, refreshing beer this weekend, grab yourself a sneaky weasel craft lager. This mildly hopped craft lager delivers a bold 5.6 ABV, but goes down crisp and clean. This beer pairs well with any bull celebration, fun in the sun and good times with friends. This beer is available across all of Western Canada. Sneaky Weasel Lager, the official beer sponsor of the NFP podcast. I so- tell you what,
1: I needed a six pack of Sneaky Weasel on Sunday coming home when the tire blew in the trailer and then the alternator fell out of the moho. Oh. I was like, I should Mon- just start. Dr- Monica just- is tired on the way home. Huh? Oh. Yeah. But so was Scott for fuck's sake. I just wanted <laughs> to get home.
0: <laughs> what do you got to do with it? Is it, you got to get her lined out or what's going on?
1: She's all fixed. Oh, I good. Put, her, put everything back together last night and everything's good. Yeah. But you know, when a guy's had, we'll just say a fun, uh, four days yep. and he, and you just want to wrap it up and go home. And you just lean in over that steering wheel and all of a sudden, <laughs> clink, clink, bang, bang. You're just like, well, fuck my life.
0: Like, what did the I do? Yeah. You know, what's bad.
1: Yeah. You know, it's bad when Dylan, he comes from the back of the motor home to the front and I'm hauling ass about 110. He's like, uh, dad, it kind of smells like something's burning back here. And I'm oh. like, oh, <laughs> Christ. So oh, anyways, man. that'll, that'll get me for having four days of fun, I guess. So yep. yeah, it's yeah, karma. karma, karma, karma. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. every time. Jason, can you, we've talked about it a little bit, but Cowboy Channel Canada, can you elaborate kind of on uh, what's going on here with the PBR Canada Touring Pro and the uh, relationship that we've formed with the Cowboy Channel Canada? <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: and you're, you kind of were right in the middle of it, Tanner. Yeah. Um, you know, it was an opportunity that was presented early on in uh twenty twenty-one, maybe even back into twenty twenty actually. Um, with all the uncertainty of whether we we're gonna have events or not, it's tough to you know, put pen to paper on anything. So um boy, I'll tell you what, yeah, so we apologize for no pod last week, but I don't know how the hell we would have had time to even fit one in, no. the amount of stuff we were trying to get done to get that, that completed prior to your event. It was basically signed the morning, the evening before your event. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a great opportunity. Um, now we're just in the process to see where we're going to go next with, uh, I know we're going to do the two bit ranch event, August 5th, um, which will be good. Nice setting down there at the breeze. ranch, always good bull riding, good bulls. Just again, it's that grassroots um, atmosphere, just like at your play standard, we should be able to have, you know, obviously more fans at that point in August, but I like the idea of it. um, Because kind of that's what the cowboy channel is to me a little bit is the grassroots. Like everybody has a little cowboy in them growing up wanting to be, you know, you know, for us, we grew up watching the lone Ranger and John Wayne and whatnot. So now, you know, you go through the phase of the rhinestone cowboy, then, Eight seconds, the movie featuring Lane Frost, and now Yellowstone. Like mm-hmm. you, you, don't, you don't have to go very far, and you can have a Yellowstone conversation amongst <laughs> yeah. people, right? So, uh, I, I really think that's helping the Western lifestyle. I really do. Um, so, I, I'm more than excited that we we were able to to get this deal linked. You know, we're we should have um, in Canada alone this year between TSN and the Cowboy Channel you know, we're going to be pushing 50 hours of PBR bull riding that we're sending out nationally, which, you know, for us, that's, that's the name of the game, right? We want to get more eyes on it, more awareness of the sport. Um, the, the riders, they, you know, they, they have opportunities now, mm-hmm. as you would know, with an endorsements and whatnot. So I, I, I think it's great. I love the fact that PBR Canada has that, that, uh, that niche cornered now, um on both tours so look forward to uh look forward to what's to come with that group they're pretty keen on what we're doing and i know they're very happy we uh watched the we we got the links here the night before last tanner and we were back and forth commenting on it It looks good really good
0: yep yeah it's huge and like you say it's it's going to be different than um a lot of shows that you watch that are just live streamed, um, with with our deals with the, the PBR Touring Pro Division events that are going to be on the Cowboy Channel. They're going to be produced and, um, you know, turned more into into television. Right, you'll see ours with the the backstories and then going into the actual bull riding part of it. That they're they're made for TV and, and they're done done the right way. Yeah. That I think that Cowboy Channel is <laughs> going to was like key. They're all going to. Yeah, that like. was key.
1: And you were on those calls, Tanner, and how important that was to me. And that costs more money, as you know. But um, that's important. You have to tell a story and, and, and let the fan get to know. I don't want to give anything away, but um, f- for this week's episodes, you know, they need to understand the history of the Byrne family. And that was very important uh, that we got that point across. And, uh, you know, I didn't shed a tear watching it like everybody else did my, but
0: my dad i must
1: I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I must know i must know ryan well enough not to fall for that one i guess
0: oh it man yeah.
1: right it. I no i like it I, i'd be like,
0: like holy fuck I, at,
1: yeah at one point i'm like fuck should i take him
0: out of the box what the fuck oh, he loves his boys yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, no i was uh i, I you know i was as you know, too, I got to watch them, and uh, I'm excited to to show everybody what the what we can do here within within Canada, the the touring pro division side of it. And it'll be a it'll be a step up, it'll be a step out for committees, and and to, to do it right and make sure that yeah. that we do makes make this look as great as we can. And uh, as you said, the guys are pumped about it. They get more exposure, sponsorship-wise. You know, TV's the the way to go. It's the way of the future. You know, if you're not on TV you're only riding in front of that 150 people or whatever you have in your in your stands as of right now. Now you're going nationwide and uh, hosting these events. And I think it's both great for the Cowboy Channel and for, for PBR. I think it's a great uh, relationship that's going to grow and do some cool stuff.
1: And I think moving forward too, a lot like I haven't seen, um, obviously previewed anything, but there's so many cool storylines out there um, about the history of the sport. Uh, right from contractors to, you know, producers like yourself, Jason, who took it to the next level, to, what, 20 years ago? Do you know what I mean? Um, so there's lots of cool stuff, and and people like that. That's what people want to learn about, like we just said. But moving forward, man, there's a storyline every
0: episode of the 50, if you want it to be, right? So Yeah, I'm Josh's will be that. cool, and McGrath, yes. too, will we'll make sure to get... Uh, him sat down and tell his story, how he got into yeah. the sport and all that sort of <laughs> shit. Cause you know, you just think that this guy started buying bulls and now he's a contractor, you know, there's. Oh, well, he's fucking, come a long way in oh, 10 years. That's such a, a cool Sprezer. story. Yeah. yeah. That so, is
1: the, I'm going to put this bluntly. That is a cool motherfucker. That guy. And, <laughs> yeah. and his wife, but yeah, yeah. the whole family actually, but Josh, I can just, I like just sitting around listening to him talk yeah. and I'll tell anybody that ever meets Josh. When you go to shake his hand, you better brace up because he may yeah. just throw you over his shoulder. Yeah, make <laughs> make sure you got you're in that squat position. a bit because he may just he must just take you like bam bam and pat you yeah. over the head back and forth. Yeah. Uh, oh god,
0: yeah. Well, since this this episode, we don't have a uh, a guest, Jason. I'd like to ask you. Uh, it reminded me when Scott said twenty years ago, what? How did you get into the the production side of things? Where did that that come from? You fought bulls. How did you start doing this. events? Yeah.
1: Oh, no, that was later on, Scott. I was 10 <laughs> years into it by then. Seven years into it by then. Um, I got to go work for, uh, I got to go work. There's two incidents. Um, I forget if it was prior to the 01 NFR. That opening it, is unbelievable at the NFR, how tight the production is. I will. Honestly, say the best run rodeo you'll ever attend in your life, how they rifle off that many contestants in that short of time and do it right. Like it's it's a tremendous atmosphere at the Thomas and Mac. But yeah, you don't fight. you don't you don't go get a beer and come no? back because the friggin' rodeo is done. No, well, maybe during the maybe during the calf roping. But great. Did yeah. <laughs> I say that out loud? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Al Bouchard. Um <laughs> but uh,
0: I love the team uh, at the NFR. Team one I was like fine. curling, where you're like, where it's fucking hard to watch, but so much fun to do. But at the when it's like Calgary and the the NFR, it's so cool to watch how fucking yeah. I those guys. Like, but I
1: tried, I can't put it together. If I worked for Harper and Morgan prior to that or after, it was prior because uh, Twyle and I weren't um, together. So. Howard Harper was James Harper's son. It um, they, they was like the traveling circus, man. You just load up. Like the whole crew lived in one big, enormous fifth wheel trailer that was pulled by Peterbilt. There was like 13 doors on it. And the 13th door at the back was the community bathroom. Like that's how they rolled in. And uh, he really uh, showed me about like openings and pyro. Like he was doing it all. And I was I was really fascinated with it. And uh, Liesl Harris's son was doing the music back then, and he had this touch screen like we're talking about this kind of technology in '98, '99, where he could just change songs with a touch of his screen, yeah. and it was rocking, you know. Like, um, uh, and then I'd work the bull bust and events, obviously. Um, I opened gates at a couple, and then Cody gave me a, uh, a shot fighting bulls at some and being around Jim Camart. and you know, basically back when rodeo, you never had an option when you were done rodeo. Well, we could sit here and make a whole episode out of how many guys when they got on their last bull or their last bareback horse, their last bronc or fought their last bull, you'd never see him again.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was the scariest thing for me. Like, cause I was my family. I loved it and there was no opportunity in professional rodeo, but there was PBR and PBR was only oh, probably three, four years old at the time. Um, should I even fought a BRO for, for Mm -hmm. Cody at the saddle dome? So that's, you know, that's how, how new PBR was to me, uh, at the end of my career. And I just transitioned. And fortunately, um, the first event we ever did was at SAS Center. So I got to go in a big building and, and hired Jim Camart to come and do the pyro. That's still when unreal effects was. And well, last year would have been our 20th year in Center. So when you look back to that first event, that first big produced event that you put on, um, 20 years ago, um, obviously it would have been a little bit like the new guy cutting his teeth. Things are getting thrown at you expenses. You didn't expect. Um, how did you refine? So everything runs as smooth as it does today. Cause that's one thing I will say, Jason is you can organize stuff and you can have everybody doing the job they're set out to do. And that makes everything run so much smoother. But was that kind of a learning curve for you as well to, to keep everybody kind of where they had to be? Well, yeah. First off to that comment, you hire good people, you surround yourself with good people and, and, you know, and Tanner learned that last weekend when it comes to paying good people, you know, it's not cheap. Um, but I, I, I'm not looking for more work now and that's just, this is what, these people got to be there back then Twyla and I did it for the most part all ourselves. Like Jim would call the opening and then it was, you know, but at the, at the start, we never loaded bulls in an order. We bait, we really never had a script, you know? So we evolved with that a lot. How the signage looked, you know, how anal I am with signage. I'll have to have a talk with Tanner on that for the next one, but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, he said
0: anal.
1: You're always learning, man. Still, yeah. I, I still don't know it all. I, you know, you got, uh, you know, Sean Gleason down in the U S always changing it up, like to lead by example in the entertainment business. Right. Um, I don't even know where to begin on that, Scott, what the changes that we've made over 20 years, definitely right. the the fact that it's not just Twilight and I anymore, because that's all it was. And Blaine, you know, Blaine mm-hmm. was all, he's been there right from, from the start, but,
0: uh, yeah, seriously, I'm,
1: I, you are, you're always making it better from one year to the next, you know, with your, who you hire as your entertainer. Like you learn that, you know, what, if you can't even have this guy at your event, you're not going to replace him with just anybody. Cause it's no, you're just throwing money out the window. Cause it's no entertainment. To them. Yeah. You know? I will, I will say, uh, I worked for Wayne Vold a lot of years and Wayne always ran a pretty tight performance at everything.
0: Time-wise, I I say.
1: that's one yeah. thing I will give to Wayne Bull, too. You knew, like, well, you guys know, Scott, you would know, Tanner might not as a bull rider back in the day, but if we're going over two hours and 30 minutes, I'm losing my shit. Yeah. And you can't you can't script that if, you know, bulls don't want to leave, riders are, like, you get into re-ride trouble. Like, I'll, I'll go back to Cloverdale. Were you fighting bulls in Cloverdale that year we did the PBR? No, I didn't do that one. Oh no, I remember it. Being it was like it was a curse hearing. that we should never, ever <laughs> have went there. <laughs> I don't know how many bulls didn't buck, and and it was good bulls. Like it was, you know, I was so excited to get there and work with that committee. And three and a half hours later, I think we closed. Well, didn't you have? Didn't bucks. you have a bowline go down too? Yeah. Or yeah, And he crawled. And he crawled
0: overdale. Oh bulls. fuck. Yeah,
1: Yeah. honestly, I, if I, you know me, I'm, I'm a guy that's looking ahead always. And it's, I have trouble remembering what we did last year at a certain event, but that one stands out. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And and another one, I remember Saskatoon, um, this is years ago. I might've been fighting. I think I got your dad to come back Tanner and fight bulls with me. Uh, one last time he come out of retirement and (laughs) fought, uh, with TJ and I, he did that year. And we, uh, on the Saturday night, I think we went 12 in a row right off the bat and everybody just rolled off, you know, probably too much time at the long branch and you can't keep your crowd into it. You can't keep your crowd into it when, and I'm not talking six seconds, seven seconds, like these guys were just getting shit off. And we had back then the PBR days. Well, our first PBR 19 years ago, um, We had 115 entries. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it was the smokeless, the challenger, the smokeless tobacco challenger tour. 115 entries for 90 spots. And that was, we had 45 different guys each day. So there's one way it's evolved. There's no way I would buck 45 and 10 in a night like that again. That's too many guys. Um, But Rolf, I'll remember, I'll never forget this dude's name, Rolf Schwarzenkopf. I think somewhere along that. I might have messed <laughs> up a syllable there somewhere. That a bull rider? He was a bull rider. He came uh, from Colorado him. as an alternate and never got on. Oh, oh shit. That year. Yep. Now, well, uh, <laughs> like we have the you know, the re-entries. That was something that came about after Lloyd Minster maybe 12, 13 years ago. I remember fighting with Cleed on that. Cody Lambert he's like, no, no, nobody's gonna ride twice and can win it's not fair well if it's a random draw it's a random draw but we fought that for a while eventually we had we passed it through um there's been lots of changes shit we can do a whole epi i'd have to take some notes so i was prepared
0: though i won a canadian championship on re-entry so i'm glad you did that right (laughs) oh it's fucking awesome you could just when you're rolling and you're riding good and it's not full you just fucking re-enter you win first and second at an event. It's like two events, you know, Tyler Thompson. Yeah. The same. You just gotta yeah. do it. It's a grind, yeah. but you gotta yeah. fucking gotta rip it. But yeah, we had 20, uh, last weekend. And, and with Brock Radford, Lonnie West, Coy, Logan Beaver, those guys all in the States and not being able to cross borders right now. Uh, you are short guys, you know, and yeah. it was awesome to see the young guys step up and, and kicked ass. And we had a great event, but for a while there it was looking pretty, pretty grim of, well, if we were going to have enough guys to fill it, and that's only twenty guys, you know.
1: Yeah, but I was impressed with those. That again, back to those young kids. Future looks bright, and I out. hope they. Uh, I hope they are in their young age because we know how bull riders can be at a young age. I hope they realize what kind of an opportunity they have in front of them here. You know, um, there's always other options on the other side of the fence, but you know they can make a lot of money. Where they're at right now and and the the television exposure should help them get down the road with endorsements and whatnot and um the grass isn't always greener on the other side and uh so uh, i'm glad we've 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 worked as hard as we have here this last few months to get this shit rolling and and give them a, a real a golden opportunity this yeah. year to oh, yeah. to make to make a living
0: yeah especially coming out of uh, last year, you know, of of not being able to to do anything, and you might have lost some guys, you know, some no, for that sure get, get full time jobs and shit that now yep. can't can't do it, and that same as contracting all that sort of stuff, right? So we'll see who comes out on the other side, but I think it's going to be better and stronger than ever, as we've seen at at this event. The guys' mindsets have now restarted, kind of thing, and and are back to feeling like those young kids again and wanting to go as hard as they can. Bulls, contractors, everybody's not taking it for granted now that's for sure so i think you'll see great events really really great events going again speaking of good um personnel that you hire uh, the crew that you hire that that we're talking about production wise with with our my event here with brett gardner jesse byrne makes his debut as an as the analyst uh, alongside brett gardner scott you doing the the uh, action on the side, interviews behind the buck and shoots myself, Mike in the arena. Uh, like you say, Jason, you hire the people that know what they're doing. And then you then your shows run smooth. I think that that, that show last weekend that you'll see on the cowboy channel tonight and tomorrow, uh ran as smooth as as anyone you can go to without a bunch of prep work you know we, we obviously have our script and our our timing in place of of what's going to happen during the breaks and whatnot but when you have when you have a crew that that knows this sport and has done it forever like that we rolled pretty smooth i think what was your opinion on that jason um yeah i i'd
1: echo those exact same comments like you can't you can't argue with the the job that feature production does as well steve and chris and their crew like you know the monitors the headset it's just the little the smallest things like communication and it's not easy when when teddy's rocking the tunes and and there's announcers talking over and you know we have to all communicate and there's never a communication issue um at our events i think that's number one I remember back in the day trying to do it with walkie talkies and Peter <laughs> Brad. I love him. Peter Brad. I think we're in Lloydminster one year in the old arena. So that's shit. 15, 16 years ago. Part of my Sastel sponsorship was these little binky walkie talkies. And Pete's like, I'm trying to communicate with the guy in the lights. And I look at this thing, JD, like, look at this. <laughs> What did you, what did you pay for these? Yeah. So, uh, it was kind of funny, you know, how we've evolved to that, but, uh, you know, Brett, Brett's, he's the guy, obviously we all know that he, uh, he can tell a story better than anybody. He can get a crowd fired up. I thought Jesse did a, f- uh, for a first time, but I've been watching Jesse on the CBS when, when he has, the, when he's mic'd up down there and that, that's part of the reason why you wear a mic in the arena, Tanner, at the Cup Series events because I think it adds so much. Um, you might have a little work to do to catch up to Jesse, but hey,
0: <laughs> i was trying room- to say fuck. <laughs>
1: there's, there's always there's always room for improvement, and then my loyalty to my old friend Scott's keeping him employed for sure. But I've really seen <laughs> I've really seen an uptick in his interview progress. But no, it just um, you know what we've we've this team's been together now. Scott what five years now we've been rolling since we uh the TSN telecast so you know it's we're trying to bring that whole TSN vibe to a new element in our grassroots events but we have to we got to be a little tighter on budget like it's that makes it a little bit tougher obviously but uh we managed you know what but we'll turn some heads and uh I can really see this cowboy channel thing blossoming into uh, a full-fledged entity on its own. I really can, you know, and uh, that's when, you know, I hope the, when I talk about the bull riders, seeing what's in front of them right now, that they take advantage of that. Like, like look at butters, you know, they he said it before we, the China virus come, we had every opportunity that we were going to, you know, we should have been in Edmonton last year in 2020 in yeah. Rogers, right? And like Butters was loving it. He goes, I don't have to leave anymore. I don't have to get on the plane. You did it Tanner every week you're flying out of Saskatoon and it sounds real elaborate and, and a lavish type lifestyle, but it's a grind, you know, getting on those planes every week and trying to get on them hung over on the way home. Um, yeah. But we can allow these guys to stay right here in Canada and focus on family if you know, I find out our guys are getting married younger. Now we never had wives and stuff at that age, but, um, you know, they can focus on some careers at home and, and family at home and make a living here at home.
0: Yeah. You can make a living as a PBR rider in Canada, you know, and, and that's unheard of. Yeah, That's because Tanner, when you were, were, were grinding
1: hard, come, you'd probably get home Monday and you had to, at times as much as you liked what you were doing and the success you're having, you just didn't want to leave
0: come Thursday. Yeah, the the, the sports medicine called it the Canadian flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we would that's what we would get Jesse as well and butters, same thing. And uh, it's yeah, it's just uh, it's fucking hard work. <laughs> but anything in life is hard work to get it done. And that's why I never complained and, and had the best time of my life. Going and doing that and riding at the highest level, uh, but yeah, you, you you needed some breaks here and there because you'd get home on a Monday. It was a three-day event. You'd be gone on a, a Wednesday or a Thursday, and it's a little different. Even the U.S. guys didn't understand. You know, you tell them your travel schedules to get to fucking Saskatoon, yeah, and back and forth every week from fucking Louisiana or California or all across the world. You're on three different flights. You're a full. Do you imagine now? The yeah. Did you imagine now with COVID?
1: Me. Yeah. Well, there's no, we didn't, we can't get out of Saskatoon to mini anymore. That yeah. flight's not there. So you gotta, you're hopping to Calgary or Toronto now yeah. just yeah. to get out of Canada.
0: Yeah. And paying through the ass. You're international. Yes. I was a thousand, thousand bucks, bucks in nine. flights. Yeah. I was a thousand bucks in flights back then every single weekend, you know, and, uh, you, you know, you'll get your expenses paid. Right. So there's, uh, she's fucking you better stay on when you get there and you're not on a direct flight from wherever you're at back to dallas fort worth and you're home within three hours you know or home right after the event's done you know or a a fucking day to get back to canada after it's done which a guy should have just probably stayed down there and and got a place but i was a guy that needed to be home i needed to get away from everybody down there forget about bull ride forget about everything Get back with my family and then go back and do it again. Which I fuck, I loved it. Holy fuck.
1: Yeah. I, I can't know. remember if I was talking to C- Cord McCoy or Harvey Stewart. It was that era, one of those enterprise guys, maybe Colby Yates. And uh I remember them saying, like, if they ever paid more than 250 return for a flight mm. anywhere in America, they were felt like they're getting ripped off. Oh yeah. I'm like 250. Yeah. We can't even get a one way from Saskatoon to Calgary for that
0: fuck no not at all you're 600
1: No. yeah
0: i was uh yeah i'd be like I, I was bad i should have just booked them earlier but it's hard when you're riding bulls too because you don't know when you're gonna get hurt and then you're out all that yeah. money and you don't have a bunch of fucking money to start with as a professional athlete at the highest level So I, <laughs> uh, I, I would i would fucking uh you know lots of times the week before book a flight or something and you're trying to get to fucking baltimore or something like that you're legit like 21 i remember spending like 2200 bucks on a flight for the for the weekend. It's like hoof here we go, baby. Hunker down. Through the finger. We're burying that one if I could get a ride this weekend. But yeah. So no, it's good to good to see the opportunity and the guys, that's awesome that they are going down and you want to do that and and uh and high ride right at the highest level if you're gonna be a professional athlete, you gotta fucking do it. But it is cool to have the back full and, and to be able to to win that much money and be on TV and, and do stuff right here in your in your home country. Yeah. Boom. Um, Jason, can you elaborate on the schedule? We that came out <laughs> that uh, we talked about at my bull riding, but uh, you guys got the, the TSM tours kicking, right in the fall? She's kicking alive and kicking. Do you know who sings that song, guys? Not you. Kickaxe. <laughs> Kick axe.
1: Kick-ax. Yes. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. August 27th, 28th, Lethbridge, Lethbridge and Max Center. Always a party. Always a party. October 1-2, Grand Prairie. Come home, eat some turkey. October 15-16, Medicine Hat. October 22-23, Calgary, Alberta. October 29-30, Saskatoon, Sask. Head over to Yorkton, Touring Pro Event. Back to Edmonton for the finals. November 12th and 13th. Very excited to say Roger's Place. Looking yeah. forward to that one, getting back. We haven't been there since the Global Cup. Um, it's been two years of – probably three years of, of uh, a lot of emails, phone calls, but really looking forward to that one.
0: Fucking yeah. great. I'm looking forward to them all. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. yeah,
1: I really am. I really
0: am. Is there some touring pros lined up in the, the summertime here? We got, uh, yeah, Slim right?
1: Wilson. Slim Wilson's going in Clooney. Uh, the Scories are getting Kinsella going in July. Uh, Zara Lake's going in July. Andy Robertson over there in Manor is going to do his event. Um, had a couple other inquiries about some events. Um, Corey Schmelnik's on the fence. He's not 100% sure. Now they've kind of. They usually go in July, and now they've run out of time just a little bit, so we might just hold off till next year to get that event going again. Um, Yorkton, Lloydminster,
0: uh, I think Chad.
1: Yeah, I imagine, imagine Eno will go there. Uh, I think Chad's planning on Dawson Creek still, yep. Yep. end of November. Do um, you got dates for it confirmed?
0: Of Chad's? Have, you been, hired for, yeah, have you been hired no. yet for that? No, I haven't totally confirmed what he's got going on there. I'm sure now that stuff's opening up, Chad's uh, mind will be rolling here and he'll be yeah, having some stuff yeah. going on too throughout the summer.
1: And then the Bull busting event. Um, we we just confirmed it uh, yesterday. Bull busting event at the Grey Eagle Casino will be PBR three days. That's so rolling? When's
0: that? What's the date on that?
1: That's in September. First part of September. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. They're yeah. going then. So, yeah. Again, we got lots of opportunities. So, these guys, I think, you know, they should stay focused and keep their eye on the prize and that's being healthy for Roger's place in Edmonton to win uh, a pile of dough. Fucking right.
0: Scott, who the fuck was the guy in, uh, in world? We'll, we'll post it on the NIP page with the guy, in the slew at your local golf course. Is that you? Oh, no.
1: Yeah, actually uh, Braden, I didn't see it till later on. Um, uh, a lot of people thought it was me. It was not me. I was nowhere near the golf course. <laughs> it, it was a couple uh of uh fellas will say having a good time, but really, in hindsight, he he went to get off to tee off and he put the brake on and it didn't catch and it rolled <laughs> into the dugout. So when Braden came about and seen this going down, him and his buddies were golfing. He's like, Holy shit! And the guy goes, or Braden said, Can I take a picture of that? He goes, Yeah, just wait one second. He actually walked out there, got on the cart in the water. Oh man. Uh,
0: so it's fucking expensive too, man. Uh, carts,
1: Braden said they were working out the details, we'll say, when they were leaving, um, uh, but everything seemed to be pretty copacetic. Just just a bad uh bad bad turn of events for that fella yeah. for sure.
0: Uh speaking of the social media, the 191 Productions, Lane Laplante, is mm-hmm. uh he was full fledged in the action there at, at uh, my bow ride last weekend, and he's got a bunch of cool videos here gonna be popping up in the next little while he videoed the bull riding. and he's got a couple different aspects for the nfp style he got a bunch of video when we were golfing so we'll have a, a little bit of <laughs> nfp <laughs> yeah uh the golfing t- <laughs> we had fun golfing didn't we scott i couldn't hit uh, the fucking i couldn't hit no. the ball i couldn't hit the yeah. ball we were having i trouble. hope
1: there's not too much footage from that well, yeah. I, well I, you better get a hold of him and tell him to trim that one down pretty good
0: because
1: <laughs> i tell you what though uh I've always known the Laplante family, especially like art and stuff. Uh, it was fun to get to know Elaine even better than I already did. And what a great kid. And I oh, mean, yeah. he, he's not really a kid anymore, but, yeah. you know, he just idles around there and takes that footage and, and does a, a phenomenal job. So um, good for him. And, and uh, <laughs> he's, he's doing great. And what a, what a sense of humor, man. I, I, never, yeah. I haven't laughed that hard in a long time.
0: Oh, we're talking goodness. about
1: Lane Scory. Sorry, I had to go. Nah,
0: Lane LaPlante. We were talking Hello, about Lane LaPlante. Yeah. We well, were both Laplante. lanes.
1: I'll take them both on the road with me anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Lane uh, Scory, too.
0: Yeah. How about Lane Scory, day two of the, the bull ride? And you just seen you know, him just full Ellie. <laughs> LA. Yeah. He's just giggling the whole time. Smile on his face. So I could have it. With his apple juice. Yeah. 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 No, Scott, we are oh. talking about uh, Lane LaPlante and his videos and that he's got a bunch of NFT stuff and he's got the uh, uh, golf. Game that we had on the Saturday after the Oh, does he? Video. <laughs> yeah. So we shared some of that. And there was oh, points wow. where Scott and I both couldn't, first of all, get the ball on the tee and then uh, had troubles hitting the ball as well. So that'd be good. It'd be good NFP, baby. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Let's just
1: say uh, some people have su- uh, Sunday fun days. We had a Saturday. Oh, I don't even know what to. Yeah. It was a Saturday double fun day. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Saturday sauce party. Yeah, pretty pretty much.
0: Okay. Father's Day is just around the corner, and you probably need a gift for a hairy dad. Make your dad proud (laughs) this year and get him him and yourself Manscaped. Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The Lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NFP20 at Manscaped. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and just launched their Lawnmower 4.0. Imagine surprising your dad with a sleek, well designed, and optimized body hair trimmer that says, Your balls will thank you on the box. Their fourth generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. You might ask, how is the Lawnmower 4.0 different than other trimmers? Well, this upgraded trimmer includes a multi function on off switch that can engage a travel lock. This is a great feature if your father or yourself do a lot of traveling. The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction, which can help battery length last longer. Yeah, you heard that right. Wireless charging ball trimmers are a real thing now. (laughs) That's pretty cool. They are. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, They also have amazing products like the Cologne, Crop Mop, Ball Wipes, Crop Reviver, Ball Toner, Crop Preserver, and Ball Deodorant. Get your dad a gift you know that they will use. That's yeah 20%. i can see glenn,
1: i can see glenn cracking out the ball trimmer all right <laughs> I, <laughs> I just understand. want to be on a flight somewhere and look over at the person beside me and go oh i forgot my ball wipe son of a bitch
0: <laughs> sorry 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 about that i didn't bring my ball dealer you right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code NFP20. Don't forget that you came from your dad's balls this year. Show your original home some love with Manscaped. Boom, chakalaka. In other news, boys, PBR down in the U.S. was in Vegas at the MGM. Fuck, that would have been a cool one to be at. You guys hung yeah. out? Have you ever done anything at the Garden or been to a conference? George Strait. That's the only time, but uh, Yeah. Yeah. I watched the Eagles right before oh. Glenn, right Glenn Frey died. Yeah. It was nice. fucking epic. Yeah. On the tour. I
1: Epos. have been outside the garden when the Parrot Heads come out from the Jimmy Buffett concert. So <laughs> yeah. every year at the PBR World Finals, Jimmy Buffett used to be playing the MGM. And we'd get back after the perf and we'd be having a large time with our Canadian crew and then all the Parrot Heads. I mean, you guys know what the Parrot Heads an actual thing, eh? No. No, didn't they that. dress up? They got balloons, they got parrots on their heads, like whether they're made out of those long skinny balloons or that yeah. Jimmy Buffett, he's got it all sewed up, man. He knows how to market shit. And they're all dressed up. They got Jimmy Buffett type shirts on the t shirts or the button up, uh like Hawaiian type shirts. Like or he yeah. oh, he gets their money, man. That That's guy's as a genius.
0: High as you can and put a hey, where I just heard
1: uh oh. Yeah,
0: Manhattan, Times
1: Square. They're opening up a Margaritaville. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's considered right up there now with one of the top chains in North America yeah, with that Margaritaville restaurant. It's fucking yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they uh, originated in uh,
1: in the Caribbean, I don't know how many years ago. That was the yeah. first one. Wicked.
0: Denner Barbosa takes the win. He rides uh, former Canadian Bull Swagger to to take the title of that event. So that's good to see that guy who we've talked about him on here before as as the quiet quiet I guy relax. in the world uh, world title race. Danner. Yeah. Uh Cody Zeus goes 92 and a half. Another huge score. Good for him. Back in the game. And Coriolis effect puts himself back in the world title race. I talked about him being a, a great bull in the world title race. I didn't think he'd have what it takes to to actually win it but yeah he's fucking had a, another unreal trip he just keeps getting better and better it seems like so jeremy walker's bowl, cory old spec back in the game our canadian boys down there lonnie west took him for some got some money at deadwood or one of those events um coy Robbins gotten a wreck i seen the one day it looked a little tough there but uh but he's he's back in the he game likes those like, wrecks.
1: yeah coy's Toy, not <laughs> scared to him. dive right into a wreck
0: uh, those boys, if you've been following along on their social media, has been at Jess Lockwood's place, and they've been having oh, yeah. a fucking good time by the looks of it, huh? Just yeah. tearing it up. Fucking rolling. Yeah. Uh, bad news for Brock Radford. Breaks his leg. Broken leg for Brock Radford, but not bad where it's going to be surgery or a long time out clean break cast it up he'll be back in six to eight weeks knowing brock that'll probably be four so yeah, yeah he actually told me that yesterday
1: i talked to him he's like brandon <laughs> thinks i can get back in four and i'm like okay i'll see you in three and
0: a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so i think he's gonna to try to be back for um livingston big sky some of some of those there mid-july so be good to see brock knows knows how to fucking get through all that stuff so Good to you see know, we talk here. about these
1: touring pros, Tanner. What a good opportunity for some of these young guys to get a little head start on on Brock and Lonnie. You know, they're gonna focus <laughs> a little bit down there, but it's a it is it's a good opportunity for these guys to get some points because I can really see uh Yorkton being a big game changer for some guys, and it'll be interesting. Yorkton's right over top of the Canadian Finals Rodeo, so it'll be interesting how that's gonna look and go. Um, I haven't heard anything on rodeo and if the canadian finals is going i'm sure they're trying to do their best they can to make sure it happens but uh yeah bull might have to make some decisions this year it'll be yeah, interesting no to see like you said they there's they only
0: so many weekends there's only so many days in that in the fall yeah. and there's yeah. be a shit pile of stuff to go to so that will be good jason davidson how has hockey been for you got any updates on us for that fucking Stevenson killing it. Vegas is rolling. Lost last night to Montreal, which I thought, yeah, yeah. Well, that's
1: I can easily say that's because Stevenson wasn't in the lineup. He's got an upper body body injury. So, uh, oh, no,
0: shit.
1: yeah, day to day here. We'll, uh, we'll, um, I'm not sure if he's making the trip to Montreal or not, but uh, Terry Price, man,
0: yeah. Yeah. on the difference,
1: on he can fire. Be the difference. Yeah. yeah, um. If, if it's not for him, it's 7-1 in that first game. But Colorado beat Vegas 7-1 in the first game, and look how it ended up for Colorado. So yeah, exactly. I don't think on paper, and paper means shit when, once you drop the puck, but um, on paper, Montreal should not be able to handle the speed. But you take, and I'll I would say this if Chandler wasn't my client, you take him out of that lineup, somebody's got to move up, right? So they all move up, and it changes the dynamic of the chemistry. Um, Vegas from day one, before when Gallant was there and now DeBoer, they don't change the lines up too much. So those guys practice every day. You know, I'll go back to the Calgary. I watched when Ferland played there. You never knew what the lines were going to be from one day to the next. They just never had an opportunity to create any chemistry, in my opinion. But uh, they Montreal should have – a tough time managing that speed and I think you saw that in the first game with all the minor penalties the defenseman took Um, but did you guys see the goal that Martinez scored Shea Theodore uh, he got a pass to the blue line and was skating in like it was going to be a one-timer slap shot and Price challenged him like he's coming out of the net and he actually come down hit the hit the ice with his stick like he was going to shoot to make Price commit and Price went down and then he just passed it over to Martinez and Martinez shot it in Um, should be the goal. Like talk about hook line and sinker. And (laughs) you can just tell on Price's face after he's like, I'm going to have to watch this son of a bitch and play on TSA (laughs) and (laughs) sports net 47 times. Uh, Yeah, it was, uh, it was good, but he made some unbelievable saves. Um, wasn't as many shots on net last night. It wasn't, uh, uh, it, was, it was still a good game. Uh, yeah, anything can happen in the playoffs. So we'll What see. do you
0: think is going to be now? So they've opened it up where these hockey teams can go across the border, right? So now they go back to Montreal?
1: Yeah, and I think I heard uh, um, Kevin BX say that they've upped the crowd to 3,500 from 2,500.
0: Um, and Vegas is just fucking jammed. Did you guys fucking go check out? And-
1: just Google it. Just not Google it. No one Google shit anymore. I don't think. Just search it on Instagram or Twitter.
0: Yeah.
1: It was It was. It's ridiculous, Amazing. man. So it was just flickering see. gold. They yeah. must have give everybody gold pins. You know. Yep. Yeah. It's. I miss Vegas, man. I uh, I really do. I just love watching a hockey game there. Well, you didn't there. You didn't get the memo. That's the first stop on the NFP road tour. So
0: from, <laughs> from look out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what the difference is, uh, atmosphere-wise. Once they, once we get back to Montreal and we see those guys have to play in front of non-crowd, well, thirty-five hundred, but still, yeah, really non-non-crowd could be a lot different. But I think Vegas, yeah, is a fucking wagon and should run through Montreal, and then should my, I think should, they, but you never my, know. They're my pick for the for the cup. What do you got? Do you think that other yeah.
1: side? Yeah. I I uh, I talked with my our good buddy and former. I had to have a talk with him about that PBR official Curtis Lucicin. He's he uh, he works with the Avalanche now, um, and we both agreed whoever won that series between Vegas and Navs, we uh, you know that should be the favorite for the Cup. But again, Lou Lamorello and his New York yeah, Islanders there's... aren't going to roll over, and then you've got the defending Cup champions too. Like it's
0: yeah, it's a grind, yeah. But you got to pick one, right? The or Justin you, Falesco, yeah, no New York Islanders. That's fucking Falesco's team, man. Yep. Holy fuck, he's a diehard Islanders fan. Yeah, you got to pick one. I'm picking Vegas. But why'd you say former? Is Curtis no longer judge? What's going well, on? Well, I said what's going on. We got to
1: get. He goes, well, I haven't done it for so long. You know, Curtis is the type of guy. If he's he's got to be all in, and I understand that, and I. Um, he's watching a lot of hockey right now obviously because he's scouting with uh with Colorado but i thought yeah. you know what nice little break but you know it's probably been i don't even know the last one he would have judged for us and he did I'm like, this oh, one shit. here it's just From like us, well, yeah, yeah I was gonna yeah, say. It probably was the last, last one. one yeah i said yeah. it's just like riding a bike old boy yeah. you know <laughs> just get yeah. back on and get pedaling. so maybe we'll put a little pressure on him yeah let's Let's Man. tag him in this. let let's tag him on the NFP podcast, yeah. and we want to yeah. hear from all our viewers. You want to see former Stanley Cup champion Curtis LeSueur yeah. back behind the shoes I, I wouldn't. Wow. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it like right in front of him, like he can hear it from the podcast. But hey, there's no there's no fucking pussies. Let's get out. Right <laughs> <now. laughs> let's go, baby. Uh, uh, let's I think Kurt's, Kurt's a real believer in the hashtag NFP, but he'd never yeah. say it
0: yeah 100%. exactly yeah.
1: no but the next time i see him he'll just open hand swat me and that's what you're saying what i <laughs> said <laughs>
0: yeah. uh no. shout out to Derek obama fuck did he get ironed out he was on a hot streak 91 uh won in the event in north dakota or montana or one of them ones the weekend before comes back the next weekend gets fucking gut stomped and punctures yeah. lung. and uh, how bad how bad was bad. the final? Yeah. Bad. He was eight days in the hospital with the chest tube trying to get it. Uh, you know how that goes. Puncture a lung. But he, uh, what is it called? He collapsed it and punctured it. So, yeah. It, uh, um, the tube, I think they had, had to get do pump back up surgeries. Yeah. It was yeah. eight days. You know, usually uh, when you collapse a lung, you're in there for two or three days just to get her enough pump back up and they could pull the tube out and go. But there's obviously some comp- complications to be in there for eight days plus the. Extra surgeries that go on along with that. They said that's one of the most painful fucking things. They put that tube right between your ribs. Ugh. No fun. Posbon did that one year right here in Prince Albert. And he, uh, like the week before, a couple weeks before, he'd had a, a huge <laughs> hospital bill and uh, ambulance bill. So he's fucking, he gets gut stomped. Prince Albert, he comes behind the shoots, and he wouldn't fucking get in the ambulance. Would not get in the ambulance. So my wife, Megan, and her friend, uh, Megan, as well, Take him to the hospital. They get him there and fucking he's going white and fucking going down. The doctors get him in there. Like You fucking idiot. Anyway, so they did that surgery on him and fucking got his lung popped back up. And he had to stay in the Prince Albert Hospital for same thing, about four or five days. I got a funny picture of him in his hospital gown walking around and him and Ryan burn Ryan's got long hair at the time and they're both just sitting outside the Prince Albert Hospital. Looks like they're having a dark outside. a Out dark? Yeah, he's in his <laughs> gown and shit. And, uh, you know, to, to his character, uh, Ty was never a guy that wanted to, like, say that he was hurt and he thought that that would, like, Mess with his mindset, or everybody would think he was done. And mostly, he just wanted to not let his wife have an excuse for him not to get on bulls. So he gets back to my house after being in the hospital for however long it was, a couple of few days, and we can't find him. And they're like, "What the fuck? Where's Ty?" We go down to uh, Rusty and Sharon's arena. There, he's on the drop barrel, riding the fucking drop barrel. The day that he's out of the hospital, like, what the? F- what are you doing, dude? And he's that like, "Would have to hurt, wouldn't yeah? It? oh yeah, like terribly." So then Jade Lee, she fucking gets mad at him and leaves. And I was like, "Why did? What are you doing? Like, why don't you just fucking chill for a little bit?" And he's like, "Well, I'm go. I'm gonna go this weekend and, and get on." So I figured if I piss her off enough right now, she won't be as mad when I fucking <laughs> actually get on bulls. This what weekend. an
1: attitude, eh? Did he end up going that same yeah, weekend
0: and Yeah, it's like it should kill you, but yeah, no, he was. uh, A different breed (laughs) wow yeah well done yeah every time i see anybody have a punctured lung or anything like that that always brings me back to to that story but oh good okay so uh for everybody listening in we're going to try to get as many of these out if we're if we're missing a week here and there we'll we'll definitely try to do them every two weeks for sure but uh things are going to get a little busy here and we're going to try to get some done on the road and get a bunch of guests and all that stuff going on, but we appreciate everybody's support. Uh, I've had a lot of people reach out wondering where the fuck the pod was last weekend. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no late kidding. Today, hey, you know but... what was
1: really good, Tanner? Was the, the crowd, your crowd, the people that come out of your crowd and ask that question last oh, really? weekend. Yeah. I, I never made that comment. And that was something I did want to bring up. Cause I, you know, I, I think you and I were standing in the arena. I said, let's, let's do a pod next week. And just recap, you know, Yep. what we did here because yep. it was it was obviously a challenge and uh I, I know i had three or four you know another shout out um uh we got to give to your title sponsor glenn lipset, oh, lipset yep. i was sitting in his motorhome having a sneaky weasel after friday night zoe his wife zoe was a secretary so we we're just waiting to settle up on uh and on everything and I asked Glenn what he was up to and he goes, you know, I think I'm going to get up and drive down to Kennedy. There was a rough stock event on there. Yeah. He goes, I sponsored, I sponsored it too. You know what? Hats off to Glenn Lipsit and, and, and his family Lipsit Um, always, always been a supporter, you know, back when they, you know, I was getting in the agent business, he worked with me to help out Vince Northrop yep. um, lots of Saskatoon PBRs, Regina PBR." you know your event he's in the bobcat he's yeah. in the bobcat you yeah. know pushing the fitting, shit around the and then he cat. gets up in the morning and, and drives down the road five hours to a place he invested more money in to help out the guys that haven't been going for a year so i really got a i told him that night i said good for you that's you know we can't do it without people like glenn it's rights, man. it's great, great family
0: i've seen uh yeah the when i put that that they were the title sponsor on facebook or wherever wherever it went there was people sharing it and just uh, half went viral just because of everybody loves Lipsit so much because of their support not only financially but like you said the the fucking dirt was crazy didn't even hesitate he's the title sponsor yeah. supposed to just sit back he hops in the finning cat fucking skid steer and just goes to work you know and we're like wow, chill man got yeah we had
1: we had glenn on at 6500 on first yeah. <laughs> on night too 6500 yeah. doll hairs
0: <laughs> Dull hair yeah,
1: really. not not jump change yeah. and you know how those calcuttas go there's no guarantees nope. if you Market spend rates. the most that don't mean you're going to win the most oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's yeah that was big the big calcutta was awesome some money for the type of are you, foundation and are you are you coming back money. with another one do you think event yeah yeah yeah, yeah i'm planning it right now i uh was letting all everybody kind of just chill. I, I as Speaking of Scott, us having a fun time, every all the table sponsors and and everybody involved. It was it took till about Tuesday, Wednesday, and I sent out a big thank you. And lots of them were like, "Holy fuck, I'm still hungover." Fucking, <laughs> <You know, everybody. laughs> don't worry, time. so am I. That's why you didn't get this it's thank you till now. <laughs> yeah. And it took, you know, it, it it like the feedback that I got from everybody involved was just. The, the community aspect of getting to see each other and that the bull ride was great, but just to be able to, to mingle and, and have that type of following yeah. all the rules and all the guidelines, obviously to a T, but just seeing other people again in the community and a lot of people didn't even know how to fucking act. It's like, what do we do now? So everybody, you know, yeah. party and had a, had a great time, but yeah, great feedback and everybody wants to, to keep supporting so I think I'm going to go uh, end of August again, kind of right before we kick off the, the, tsn tour there and, and uh, do another one and we'll get things rolling and kind of build up for the probably Mid-week? yeah yeah probably yeah, yeah. Good. wednesday thursday or thursday friday there's a lot of uh, lake goers around here so lots of table sponsors like them in the weeks so they can go be at the, yeah, yeah be at the lakes on the weekend so, so they can be hung over going to the lake to get hung over again keep on it on baby biggest yeah, party yes. of the year we have fun <laughs> shout out to i do got to give uh our, our, all of our sponsors, we talked about a Bnb and b asphalt bringing in all the dirt that saved the event totally. Uh, Broda Group as well, Gordy Broda, Rusty Clooney, those guys stepped up to the plate. And like we talked, behind-the-scenes shit that nobody gets to oh, see. Scott. Fuck Scott. Scotty Sexsmith. Oh, man. Yeah. I just rolled right from the week before Scotty was out here. I take that guy in the room with and, me everywhere. And, oh, he's the man. And, just, and always smiling. Loves it. Right. Oh, fucking, yeah. Yeah, he's one of us, man. That's for sure. I know he's a listener. Him, him to and Blaine Tyson, I'd like
1: to see who could outwork who.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And all of our sponsors, our table sponsors, there's, you know, there's, what do we have, 15 a day there. So um, huge shout out to those guys. The community, they didn't really know what they were getting into, per se. When you, you talk about bull riding and Prince Albert, they knew that I rode at the highest level in the, the history of the family within Prince Albert, Scott, you can kind of attest to that, but a lot of people don't understand what, what bull riding is. And when mm-hmm. you can sit right outside the arena at those tables and see the athleticism <laughs> of the bulls and the riders, yeah. and you hear the grunts and you fucking get the slide yeah. on you huge feedback from, from everybody. Yeah. And when I first did that, they didn't know, you know, they come to the in town kind of thing, but they don't really know bull riding. Right. So just, to uh, yeah. Tanner, you, was awesome.
1: yeah. You saying that I had a couple people come up to me just throughout the two days and they're like, you know, the, the, they were just like, this is so awesome. Like there was actually mud hit us or, <laughs> or dirt. Right. Yeah. To, to, to the average, you know, to the people that know the sport where really well, they're like, Oh mud, those yeah. people are eating that up. They want that. That's as close as you can get up, get to it without strapping your fucking hand in one yeah. or standing in front of one. So yeah, it yeah, that was pretty cool. cool
0: yeah uh thorpe industries lips of Courage. we talked about them. title sponsor huge uh unreal the farm world bullfighters uh farm world would have got a lot of advertising this weekend with the bullfighters me getting fucking rode down every couple <clears> bulls <throat> <laughs> and then, uh, uh bo burn logan cadillac awesome great team fuck i like working with those guys man we just know where are uh, where the other ones at stepping into play? So tons of fun. Signature Developments, the Brisky Financial Group, Finning Canada, Lake Country Co-op, Wrangler long Live Cowboys, Feature Productions stepped up and, and uh, helped us out to make sure that we could pull this off. Uh, the NFP Podcast, as well as Econo Lumber, uh, just to name a few of our, of our title sponsors that, yeah, great, that helped that made group. this event happen. Without it, we wouldn't have done it. So Cowboy Channel tonight people tune in give us your feedback let us know what you think subscribe to the cowboy channel canada and uh watch it it's gonna be so much fucking fun to to see where this grows and see what it does boys what do you think we good we good on this one we're
1: good we are good. i gotta get to work so i can uh actually so i can keep this all in work
0: <laughs>
1: I knew, I knew. It was better. Uh, yeah. Her, yeah uh, it was keep us all over. Yeah. I all right, Adios,
0: fellas. Okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Good. To all right, fellas. Scott, appreciate you guys, everybody. This has been episode number twenty-eight of the NFP podcast, presented by Three d